most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody, we're back. It's King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Tom Azoway in our studios, David B. and behind the glass helping us stay on the air. Terry Foster and Jimmy King out on location. We'll go out to T. Foss first and say, hello, T. Uh, you missing college football yet? Uh, no, I'm not missing it yet because this is August. and uh, But there's going to be some college football. It just won't be the Big Ten. It won't be the Pac-12. But... um. Why they cancel it so soon? Uh, I know I was an advocate of being of being safe when it came to the student athletes, but they weren't going to play until damn near October. Right. You're gonna, if you're going to play a conference only schedule, couldn't you have made this decision <laughs> in September? Jimmy's licking his lips right now. <laughs> hey, what's going on here, man? Wait a minute, you the the. Dr. Fossey, right? Yeah. Fauci, whatever, however you pronounce Fauci. the name. Fauci. Like, Fauci, right? <laughs> right. The whole time you've been saying, stay home, everybody, Correct. you know, don't be stupid. Let's let this Correct. thing take its course, you know, pass over. Now you're jumping on the Big Ten for being leaders and saying, hey, we are an educational institution first. We care about our students' safety first. So we canceled our football season. And now you're saying too early? Come on, T. It doesn't start until October. <clears throat> huh? Look, don't, <laughs> hey, if, if, there, if people are having a party this weekend on Torch Lake, don't go. If they're having a party at Torch Lake in October, I would say, you know what? You probably shouldn't go, but I can't make that decision yet. This is August, okay, let brother. Me tell you why. Okay, let me tell you why that, that does it or should not. I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to do that. First of all, the coronavirus uh, doesn't live well in warmer temperatures. So right now is the best time to really go out in the fall, late fall, early winter time is not a good time for passing along um, bacteria and diseases. So if you're going to start the season, you might as well, you know, kind of start it earlier than later, in my opinion. And, um, and, 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 and why force these kids to do anything? Why not sit back? We could push the, uh, the league back until the spring, um, if need be, until we get the policies or at least uh, the level of, of uh, infections um, that we need or feel comfortable with to move forward. It's not life or death at this point, but it seems to be coming that way for a lot of sports fans. <laughs> Are you talking about the same students? that started a national campaign on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any other, any platform they can find to say, we want to play. Are you talking about the same students who have now started a petition along with their parents saying, we want to play. Now, here's the other thing I found 
curious. The Big Ten said, you know, we talked to our doctors and uh, we consulted with them. And after talking to them, we came up to, to the conclusion that we can't have a season. Now, the Big 12, here's what the Big 12 said. You know, we consulted with our doctors and after uh, talking to them and getting on their information, we decided it would be best to continue with a season. Who are these doctors? It must be those doctors on TV that pretend to be doctors. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's these doctors. You want to know what doctors? It's these doctors. <laughs> you you're talking, doctors about talking about Dr. Benjamin Franklin and Dr. George yeah. Washington? Uh, yeah, Dr. Doe, Dr. Moolah, and Dr. Cash. Okay. Then if Dr. Cash is talking, how come the Big Ten's not playing to get some of that TV money? Because they got so much of it. That's how much they got, okay? That they're willing to sit back, which is also smart. Really? That's how much cash okay, they here's... have. That, that just lets you know how much cash they have, okay? So well, here's what not, only is it, not only is it prudent for them to get ahead and really – you know, look out for these kids' safeties um, and the student bodies. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 historically are more academically known for um, or, or, or known for their academics as well as their athletics. So it's not a surprise that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are leaders in when it comes to this particular topic and the SEC and the ACC and other conferences aren't. Because if you look at the requirements and what it takes to get in certain schools, and you look at the overall uh, education components, Hold I on. think that's the difference. Hold on. We're talking about Notre Dame. They're in the ACC. They're going to play. It's tough yeah, they, to get in Notre just, Dame. They're not, the, they're not in the ACC history. This is their first year. <laughs> okay, but they're going to play. They're stragglers. Uh, I know they, they are. They're sort of stragglers <laughs> in the ACC. They're not a part. And that's yeah, only they're, one they're school. Still. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. It's going to be tough, especially if these, if these leagues, like the ACC, SEC, if they play out their season and, and it's going to look bad. For the teams that sat out, but uh, I'm banking that they're not going to be able to finish. I don't, know. I don't know if it's going to look bad. I think either way, you're protected. You know, I really do. I think if the Big Ten and the Big Twelve sit out this year and they have a, you know, and and the uh, rest of the schools um, finish out a season, the rest of the conferences fill out, a, finish out a season. I think 50 years from now, you look back. I don't think people are going to say they were scared or. Um, you know, they didn't uh, have the policies in place. I just think they're going to be like, well, they were prudent and they're going to look at the reasons why they're going to, you know, the, the, the history is going to earn more to the side of caution. And like you said, mass, they may not even finish the season this year. It's too many ifs. It's too many things. It's too many factors that are unknown. There's going to be teams. There's going to be teams that play ten games. There'll be teams that play five games. What if what if if the starting line gets COVID? Now what? Right. Man, this is nothing. Big Ten is going to look bad. 
but they're not but the SEC is not going to finish the season. If they don't finish the season, I think the SEC looks bad. Oh, yes, you they made do. A bad decision. You put your your players in in harm's way and the Big 10 didn't, so the Big 10 is going to look good. I'm just saying if they get to finish their season, the Big 10 and Pac-10 will look like they took the wrong way. That's all I'm saying. I think they'll they'll look like, you know, we thought this was the best for our student athletes. So this is the path we took. Now, you know, maybe, yeah, we, we, they finished the season. Okay. Well, but we took a chance, but we erred on the, uh, on the side of caution. I don't think you can be dog for that. Now, what you could be what the big 10 is, is suffering from now is some of the recruits are saying, I don't think I want to go to Michigan or Minnesota or Michigan state because they've bailed out. And, but in Alabama, Clemson, uh, North Carolina state, state, yeah, whatever. They're still playing, so I'm gonna look at them a little closer. Right, that, they, they can hurt them in that regard. No question. How is that gonna affect the student athlete going forward, Jimmy? Again, you're right. I think you know kids are gonna make choices, uh, but then you're gonna have kids, you know, that say, "Hey, I want to be looked at. I'll need more exposure on the field playing." And then you got kids who are also who are gonna be top talent. And they're going to err to the other side where they're going to sit out and say, hey, I'm just going to work out, be isolated, um, and then work my way through the draft that way. And uh, a, a, a program like the University of Michigan where, you know, they can uh, get good education, uh, have a great facility to work out in, have the uh, relationships, you know, um, you know, that that. That that are bolstered through the the alumni and, and associations. So, depending on the families and individuals, I can see them going both ways. Well, we'll soon find out, right? Uh, we're seeing uh, some teams in baseball, like the Cardinals, like earlier the Marlins. The Cardinals couldn't stay in; they couldn't stay healthy, and now they've played much less games than the the regular teams have played. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to even catch up. They might. Make the they might make the playoffs by playing 10, 12 games less than than like the Cubs, which would not be no, really cool. No, 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 they won't. Here's what you do: you disqualify them. But if they can, they're not. They're not Terry. In the huh? They're, they're not going to disqualify them if their percentage I'm points kidding. are high. They're getting in. That's ridiculous. That shouldn't be the case. This is my opinion. This is my world. If you are playing 10 to 12 games fewer and it's your fault. Yeah. It's because you're clowning around. Yeah. You shouldn't be in the postseason. I agree. Now, if it's because of rainouts and that's something else. God, well, that's something else. Right. So I'm saying that you don't want to play certain teams or don't want to have certain matchups. Correct. Like yeah. Issues. You could do all. It's a mess. Baseball, you know, as it sits now, it's it's on the verge. I mean, if, if another team gets sick, this this thing could be all done. And, be and, and you jump around and say, I told you so. No, I don't want to say that. I, I, want it, I want it to last. By the way, Terry, I found your girlfriend with the Detroit News shirt. And, Dave, you could shoot this phone of mine. Let's see. What can I do? It's Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore. That's right. 
It was Drew Barrymore yeah. who wore the Detroit News shirt for, uh, I think it was Insight hey, you Magazine. Take shirt off, you got a shirt on right Come now? On. You better take a shirt off? Yep. That's it. You're all taking off. That would be nice. Now they because because she wore it, the news did a charity thing and yeah. going to some cool. Detroit. The Rosa Parks scholarship. Right. So I said, you know what? I can contribute to that and I can wear my shirt now and then. So yeah. You should. I can do that. That was good. Mm -hmm. She was on the cover of August uh, In Style magazine. So uh, let's see. Yep, you can't buy that shirt anymore. Now it's a collector's item. So, Terry, you got a collector's item. Cool. Hey, Mass. Hey, hey, Mass, I don't know if T instructed you about our new political party, the new, new Black Panther Party. I didn't tell him. No. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's, that's one project that we have. We'll have to fill you in, but... I want to jump on another project that we that we definitely have to get in on if this happens. All right, let's do it. I just got, I just got something uh, that says that <clears throat> the uh, ex Raiders, uh, Seattle's coach Tom Flores, and ex Cowboys Rodney Fever, Drew Pearson are yes. finalists for the Football Hall of Fame for the Veterans if Committee. Yes, Drew Pearson does not get in this year. We have to start a campaign. I'm with you. He's yeah. going to cry again. He cried last year. Remember? Yeah. He, he was so I cried pissed. With him. Oh. I cried with him. I felt every every fiber. Yes. I love of him. Of his disappointment. Right, let, me, let me throw in. Go ahead. Tear him down now, Terry. Go ahead. Tear him down. Do you know who they're trying to get into the Hall of Fame? Someone that's of more interest to us? Mickey Lolich. They're All starting right. to campaign for Mickey Lolich who is the greatest left-hander in Detroit Tiger history, won three World Series games. When he retired – Hit a home run. Uh, yeah, he was – well, yeah, he did. That was In the World luck. Series. But he, uh, <laughs> right. But he wasn't a good hitter. Uh, but I think when he retired, he was the number two lefty in strikeouts of all time. Let's get Mickey Lolich in there. And he, if nothing else, you, he should be in the Donut Hall of Fame. Yeah, he donuts. made the donuts. Yeah, he made the donuts. I, I vote for that. <laughs> Put him in there. How about the Tigers, guys? Their, their big three is up now with the team. You got Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal, the two big arms, and they got uh, Isaac Paredes uh, out in the, in the mid-infield. So, you know, they've got their young kids up now. So now it's time. They put the young kids up. There's a few more down in the in the minors, if you want to call it the minors these days. So now's the time that we get to watch uh, some baseball and see what maybe the future looks like. Kind of cool. It is cool, but you know what took so long? I mean, uh, they weren't the ready. Starting pitch, pitch, that's what they say. You don't know if they're not ready, and I don't believe all that hype that they throw at you. Uh, they couldn't be any worse than what they the garbage they've had up here so far. We uh, talked to your guy, Chris McCoskey. He said they weren't ready yet. Okay, Chris <laughs> always, almost always goes with the company line. Let's get that out there. So he doesn't know. Did Chris watch these guys play? No. Was Chris in Toledo? No. Did someone from the Tigers tell Chris they weren't ready? Yes. So we don't know that for sure. Let's well, they're up. Well, they're up now. What organizations do, especially in baseball, we've seen this forever. They is baby that they love. Players. Yes, they baby, and they have to because baseball is a brutal game. 
If you don't want you don't want guys out there afraid to stand in the box or have uh, uh, tell you apart. They will exploit all of your weaknesses. So they got to make sure these guys aren't tipping pitches, aren't you know um, you know listening to uh, uh, other people, and 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 you know they, they're able to do their job because it is more of a mental game than it is physical. Amen. That, that part is true. However, if you are a great prospect, you really have no alternative but to play Major League Baseball. This is a fluky season. Look, I don't care how many uh, pitchers you pitches you throw at Toledo when you're not facing live competition or real live competition. It's not going to make you grow as a player. So, yes, there is a risk that, like Casey Mize or Scruble, they could come up here to the major leagues and get lit up. But I think they're better off than just throwing long toss down in Toledo. So it's about time that they came up, particularly when the starting pitching is uh, struggling Abysmal. and you got two <laughs> openings. Hey, they've lost. I'm trying to be nice. I know. They lost six in a row. Uh, they're still in the playoff hunt if, if you want to try to go for the playoffs. And we'll see how the rest of the season shakes out. It's uh, – uh, what do we got now? How many games are they are they done yet already? Let's see. What's their record? They are nine and eleven. They played twenty games, so forty games to go for the Tigers. If they go twenty and twenty, they have a shot to make the playoffs. Well, how many times do they play Cleveland? Because it looks like they're never yeah. going to beat them again. They got three more with Cleveland coming up <laughs> at the end of this week. They've lost twenty in a row. The record. It's 23 in a row. And that was Kansas City. Uh, Who did they play? The Orioles beat Kansas City 23 straight times back in 1969 and 70. And the Tigers in Cleveland are 20 right now. So the second longest streak belongs to the Tigers. Don't forget, and I talked about this, they owned the Indians back in their heyday, back in 06, 07, 08. The Tigers owned the Indians, not 20 in a row, but they owned them, Terry. No, they did, and it was fun to go to Cleveland to see the yeah. Tigers and the Indians play, even though they, they harass you. But I can't, I can't understand how a team can lose to another twenty times in a row. I know it's remarkable in, in all sports. Even if um, a team is better than you, they're not that much better than you. Right. You might be here, and they might be here, but you can beat them seven or eight times out of twenty times. Um, but not 20 in a row. There's, there's got to be a mental mental something going on there. I'm not sure. Te- Jimmy, you're a, you're a yeah, ball player. Definitely a mental block. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a mental block going on when you have a 20-game uh, loss in a row. There's At some point, you're going to eke out a, a victory. You're going to will a victory. Uh, you're going to fight and claw. And in, in as many games as you play in baseball and <clears> – <throat> In a series, you got to win one. Um, it's just, you know, it, it is difficult. It's very hard to lose that many in a row. I don't see them breaking the record. I don't see them going over 23. I hope they don't. Um, Why not? But but because for what I said, because that is something you, that's a record you don't want to be a part of. That's, you don't want to be in a record book, books for being a, a loser, <laughs> the best loser. Or the biggest loser, mm. or the or yeah, 
Yeah, you know that's something you don't want to um, be known for in the record books. Now, so, listen, they've been so, asked that, so, Jimmy. When you lose twenty two, that that game, <laughs> I would love to see that game, the twenty third game where they're where, where they're going for twenty. Well, stay tuned this weekend. Yeah. It's uh, they play this weekend <laughs> coming up, so stay tuned. Now, play, now reporters have asked the players, "Is this in your head?" And they say, no, we don't even know we've lost no, 20 in a row. Not. Of course you got, what are they going to say? Yes, in our head. So they can tell the other team, like, yeah, y'all are in our head, so y'all can shoot our ass a little more. <laughs> are you kidding me? They're going to hey. run out on that field like, oh, spitting tobacco on their shoes. <laughs> and in their face, it's like, come on. All right. Okay. Bitches, like, this, yeah, that's this going at their heads. Like, it's, it's, they're going to be all in their face. All right, what team was in your head? Or what team was in Michigan's head? Duke. Was there a team? <laughs> Duke. Duke. Because we wanted to beat them so bad, that was we stepped out of our character. Like, we really wanted to beat them so bad. We, we just, I don't know. It was just a thing where, uh, like, you, it's like you're trying too hard instead of just letting it be. You're trying, you're overdoing it. Did the coaches tell you anything, like on a timeout or whatever? Did he say that? No, 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 no. It was just, it was just um, the fact that our game planning was like theirs. Our, our, we were, uh, our program was designed to be like Duke. Our, our program was emu- was was emulated after Duke's, and that is why internally it was so um, like we wanted to beat them so bad because from day one, we felt like the coaching staff was comparing us to them. And we had those conversations many times, but what they explained to us was that we want to run a system like the, like theirs, but we were like, you know, we don't play like that and you're hindering us. So that was the battle internally that we, we did not like Duke and want to be like Duke, but our coaches and fish felt like they had a, a program to emulate. Go ahead, until Terry. we proved them otherwise. Now, even, even, even though athletes lose to other programs, other great programs, they normally believe they were the better team, even though they lost. Uh, do you still feel or do you feel that Michigan at that time was a better team that, than Duke, but for whatever circumstances, you just didn't beat them? Do you still believe that? Or yeah. did you believe that at the time? Even after that, I, know we were, I know we were a better team. The difference was the experience that they had over us and um, uh, and the, the fact that, you know, some of our players didn't think they can beat Duke. So if you got any players or anybody in your team that feel like the other team is superior, you're already, Beat. you know, in a deficit. That's tough, man. Ooh. That's tough. Now, fellas, we got about a minute left. What do you guys? What do you guys got for me in the in the next minute here? Someone do something for the next minute. Give me something. Oh, I um, <laughs> I uh, visited uh, Jimmy's place in Ann Arbor with my son. We went to Crazy Jim's Blimpy Burger. How about that? Yeah. Jim, there was nobody uh, there. It was all oh, delicious. Yeah. I mean, those burgers were yeah. crazy. I got yeah. the ch- I got the triple. I ended up getting the triple. 
with um, cheddar cheese. What else I get on there? Mm. Uh, bacon. And yes. uh, I got banana peppers. I've been into banana peppers recently. Uh, B, That's my good. son, yeah. got the American cheeseburger with bacon. And, uh, you know, we got mustard ketchup and I got some mayonnaise, too. But it was delicious. Did Fauci know you went? Rings. Huh? Did Fauci know you yeah, went there? Fauci knows. Yeah, but we, we did carry out. So we just okay. went there, hustled out and everything. So it was okay with Dr. Fauci that, that we did that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was the bomb. You know, it's better to eat I'm it there than take it home. Theory. You take it home, it loses something. I ate it in the car okay. on the drive home. So <laughs> it, was still, it was still warm. It's hot. Exactly. My car the still down. Down. You it. three days later. You got to get it with the grease running down. You know, oh, my God. How do you eat you in a car? How do you eat that in a car? That's impossible. Like this? Come on, man. Yep. That stuff's dripping the down degree. your shirt. Uh, uh, you, you should see my seat, man. My seat, my seats are so shiny because I sat the burger <laughs> on my seat. This is true. That thing was really good. All now, right, fellas. Time, I'm taking them on a burger tour. We're going to go to a place called Tasty's Burgers in Dearborn. It was supposed okay. to be That's a good out of sight, too. All right. Tasty's is good too. I've been to Tasty's. All Tasty's right, Jimmy. Good. Hurry home, Jimmy. I'm hungry, I man. I got a spot, a burger spot for you in New York, Mass. It's I'm too late now. I'm home. I know, I know. <laughs> Next time you go, J.G. Mellon. J.G. Mellon. Okay. I'll take you up on that. Mellon. All right. Hurry back home so we can all go out to eat. All right. Come on, man. Absolutely. All right, guys. Baby. We'll talk. We'll talk to you in a couple days. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. All, all right. right. It was a pleasure. Terry Foster. Thanks, buddy. I'm safe. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Terry Foster and Jimmy King, <laughs> King and Foster here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazzaway, thanks to David B. for keeping us on the air. Uh, we'll see you again. Make sure you try us every time. You got the rap with Maz. You got the, uh, Jimmy King and Terry Foster. Lots of other stuff as well. Right here on NRM Streamcast. Be healthy.